This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 351 for the week of December 22nd, 2013. Yo, what up here, O's? Welcome to a Kanzen Shu, the podcast and extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Kanzen Shu. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit, oh, the entertaining. What up? Welcome to your Christmas week here at Kanzen Shu. My name is Mike Vegito EX. Right now, I am all by my lonesome self on the show. It will not stay that way. Uh, it's actually a great, fun-filled, very much a learning episode of the show. Joining me shortly for our topic, you're going to hear from Kieran, Lord Moonstone. We talked at length about the demo for Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z. It's the new game. Is it a new fighting game? I don't know. You're going to learn about that for the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, and the Vita. The quote-unquote first new game for the franchise in two years last year was a bunch of rehashes this year all new developer same old platforms as uh last six or seven eight years but uh yeah you got a new game coming your way so we talked about that the demo has been available for the last week so you can look forward to that this episode other than that it's gonna stay pretty chill for the little intro material here a little bit of outro material at the end of the show since our last podcast episode uh the news has been kind of light i guess i will give you a little bit bit of that myself before we hit the topic but uh other than that yeah that's our episode this week our topic is the battle of z demo and i'll tell you more about what you got coming your way for podcast and site material at the end of the show so with that all said let's just get right into it let's do a couple little quick bits of news So J-Star's Victory Versus, it is the Jump Franchise crossover fighting game extravaganza coming out in March 2014 on the PS3 and the Vita. At this point, we have exceeded the what we thought might be 21 franchises. We got another two added to the game. We have Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom as a playable character. And then in a support role, we have Neuru Nogami from Demon Detective Neuro Nogami a series I am not familiar with but uh, so we get a playable and a support character you can check out a little bit more of the information there we also have the third full length promotional video so nothing new for Dragon Ball in there but for me Koro Sensei is the character I remember when Jocko was being printed in uh, the issues of Weekly Jump earlier this year the one of the Japanese covers I don't think this cover made it to Viz's Weekly Shonen Jump the digital release but I remember asking Julian what is this weird yellow blob thing on the cover of the magazine so that is Kodo Sensei and even though I have not read the series I'm kind of excited about a playable character just because to me I have this backward association with Jocko it makes absolutely no sense but that's kind of why I'm excited about that character joining the fray so we're going to continue to keep up on the game very curious to see if we'll have any more Dragon Ball announcements for it right now it's still just Goku and Vegeta Goku coming as one of the main stars Vegeta as one of the rival characters both completely Completely playable. We have a planetonomic stage playable in the game. Very, very much looking forward to seeing what else we may get. Again, that game is out in March in Japan, March 19th. 
19th, both the PS3 and the Vita are region-free. The Vita, if you have multiple profiles, of course, you get the little switcheroo with the memory cards, that kind of stuff. Other than that, the only other interesting news may perhaps be that Manga UK has licensed the original Dragon Ball TV series. They've wrapped up the orange bricks that they got from Funimation. They are moving their way into GT, which we already knew the beginning of this year. Dragon Ball, that is planned for summer 2014. It's actually Toei's English language website that broke the news here, which is not too surprising because even though it was the most well-known open secret that Manga UK had DBZ, it was Toei's English language website that kind of broke the news. Other than that, uh, Battle of Gods is coming to Italy February 2014, the first and the second. It will get some theatrical showing, so good on you folks over there. And then Battle of Z, which we're going to be talking about. Uh, I hope to talk more about this on the site and on the podcast in the future, but uh, we won. We did it. Beerus is the official localized spelling of the God of Destruction. If you have no idea what's going on, because you follow Consensu, you already knew that Beerus was an acceptable, if not the preferred spelling for this character's name. Uh, we're going to have some additional explanations and back history on that that you can share with how you say perhaps you're not so knowledgeable fellow fans. We love providing this information. Uh, we, we have no pretension about it. All right, maybe we have a little bit of pretension about it. Needless to say, we're pretty excited about that. So that's the news. It was a pretty light week. Right now, I'm going to transfer you over. Less of me talking, more of Kieran talking about Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z, the playable demo that has been out for about a week. The game's due out the end of January. Here comes your wonderful topic. We'll uh, do that for a little bit. We'll come back and we'll wrap up the show. So joining technically as a second time contributor on the show, but uh, first time here in, uh, let's say, a co-hosting position for a topic. Kieran, welcome, man. Thank you very much, Mike. Really glad to be on here. And you're, you're so much younger than me. I'm listening to that story that you told on uh, the second Game Music Podcast episode. <laughs> I loved that story. And I was listening to the second half of that episode again in the car with my wife coming home one day. And we're listening to it and going, he's talking about playing this game on the school bus. We were graduated college. <laughs> How old do you want to feel? I listened to your podcast on the way to school on the bus. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> Holy cow. How do you feel, old man? <laughs> oh, oh, my heart. I can't do it. Can't do it. But that's great. And that's something I, here's the way I'm going to turn this around. Something I love about Dragon Ball. If you want to get super professional news about it, it's what Toei is trying to do. They're trying to set the stage for these various generations of fans to Absolutely. always come back to it. You are the long tail. You're part of the long tail. So Don't carry the torch. Good job. <laughs> You're doing well. Uh, so you are joining me here to talk about Battle of Z, the playable demo for the new game on the 360, the PS3, and the Vita. It is out. The demo is out worldwide. The game's due out in about a month. So the way the demos have been going for Dragon Ball games, I think, man, it feels like we never get demos. But if you actually go back and look at it, it seems like every other game, we get a demo. We got a burst limit demo. We did yeah. not get a Raging Blast 1 demo. We got a Raging Blast 2 demo. Then we yes. didn't get any demos for like Ultimate, Tenkaichi, or Connect, uh, Budokai HD Collection. Nothing there, which probably good decision. Well, it might have been on purpose. <laughs> I'm sure it was. 
<laughs> and so here we are. Uh, we were saying this, and they're kind of using this as a, a marketing push. The first all-new DBZ game in two years. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's like, while that is true, I'm not. Are, are you proud of? Yeah, like this? that's your marketing push. Like, that's the best. We're you got. getting back into the annual swing. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Yep. So here we are. We, we are in that new annual swing. Battle of Z for those three systems. It's uh, technically the first all-new game in two years. We have mm-hmm. a new developer, Art Dink. They've worked on, is it Gundam games that they've done in the past? Yes, they have. I believe, I'm not sure if they worked on uh, Gundam Breaker. They might have because it feels very similar to this. Does I'll it? have to check. You're a Gundam fan. Huge Gundam fan. I have imported all the PS3 titles oh, uh, the, on there. And I actually wanted to bring up that this feels more like a Gundam than a Dragon Ball game in certain respects. I'm so I can not totally surprised. I'm totally not surprised. So we'll get into some of the gameplay in a little yeah, bit. I'll hold that. Let me get your perspective then, because you've heard Julian Heath and everyone on the show where it's like, I don't care, Mike, play the game, tell us about it, whatever. <laughs> you are someone who actively plays these games and yes. you actually have familiarity with the developer. So what was your expectation heading into, all right, new game? What were you looking forward to? Uh, their claim to fame here is four on four online multiplayer. Is that what you were looking forward to the most or was it just simply new experience or any combination thereof? See, I think what mo- what my expectations were uh, formed from or are you familiar with, I think you're familiar with like the Monster Hunter genre of games that has spawned. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. recently. Yep. Um, I've uh, started playing Soul Sacrifice on the Vita. Okay. And it's very familiar to this game. And when I saw trailers and gameplay, I was thinking of that where the focus is teamwork. It mm. is not a fighting game. It is one where you have multiple members of a team and they all have abilities. They all have melee, kai blast, yeah, yeah, interference, yep. like, and they all have roles that you're delegating to people. Uh, all right. So let me interrupt you there. So I've been playing Final Fantasy 14. And so just to yes. kind of back up a little bit, I believe it or not, have never touched all right, a little asterisk here. I've never touched an MMO in my life. I put a little asterisk there because I got a beta key for some Chinese or Korean Journey to the West inspired MMO that I installed, opened, looked at it and said no. So like that was, <laughs> So I don't know if that counts. So I've never, 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 never played an MMO before, not even Fantasy Star Online back on Dreamcast, mm-hmm. anything. And I really don't know why I picked this one up. I just sort of did. Now I'm playing at both PS3 and PC. I'm kind of oh, you're gone, all man. in. <laughs> and it's not a good thing. So for me, the hard thing coming into it in 2013, having never touched Warcraft, was that people are talking in all these acronyms. I have no idea what they're talking about. And so the the one that I want to mention here is Tank. In FF14, mm-hmm. I'm playing the role of a gladiator and a paladin. So my role in a fight is to basically absorb all the damage and just hold the attention of the bad guy. Did yep. I see in Battle of Z, before a fight started, they told me to play the role of tank oh, as, I, yeah. as I went into a battle? It was like, I'm not sure if they specifically mentioned tank, but they are very clear to say that there are roles. There yeah, are support yeah. classes like healers or People that give you energy. Right. And there are characters that are just better at that. Like, Gohan is a priest in any MMO. <laughs> His goal is to run over, punch him in the face, and get them back up and in the fight. And he just sits back there and gives them energy so they can keep doing stuff. Uh-huh. In MMOs, you normally call them call them batteries. So okay. you can charge to let your people that are doing the punching and the blasts Makes to sense. keep going. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought in the MMO terminology. Because I was hesitant to bring that in of like how pertinent that was to the discussion. Right. But this is... 
very, very much like influenced from those forms of RPGs where people have roles that they inhabit and you stay to that role in order to beat the big boss. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess we can talk about what the demo has for you. It's four yeah. missions from the Cyan arc. It's kind of like Cyberman and Raditz and then some other stuff. And then you end up fighting Nappa at the end there. Those are your four missions. And it says, thank you, coming 2014. Like, okay. <laughs> but you can keep playing and you can play online multiplayer. You have Goku, Gohan, Kududin, and Piccolo. Those are your four playable characters in this demo. Apparently, there's a special jump Festa demo that is out. I'm not sure if it's Vita only because it's a QR code hmm. scan thing. Um, really? So it may only be for Vita because that's the only one. Like you can't hold your PS3 up to no, no, no. a QR code or anything. Hold, like hold that. up the PlayStation Eye. Right, right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like I know that there's Connect and the Eye, but uh, that would kind of shut out a huge amount of your audience. So it yeah. might be Vita only, Japanese only, but that's in conjunction hmm. with Jump Festa. I think there's maybe seven playable characters. I don't know. Julian's been busy this weekend. He's got V-Jump. <laughs> I'm like, please tell me what's going on. His son is just turning one year old, so I have no Aww. information. So that's out there if you can uh, get in on that. So you do have these choices uh, for characters. Tell me more about the roles because I, I was primarily playing Goku because I'm the kind of guy that's like, all right, I will play as Mario. I will play as Goku, <laughs> just like the normal uh, all around normal. average all right. dude. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, I actually recommend playing Krillin. Okay. Because um, Krillin is who I main right now. God. I can't believe I'm talking about Dragon Ball game in these terms. <laughs> Who's your main? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so Krillin's who I main right now. And what uh, Goku does exceptionally well is he's a melee type. Uh -huh. So all of his moves, everyone has two unique moves and a super. Goku's unique moves are the uh, Kaioken attack. Right. And I right. believe he has he has like the little uh, Ki blast. Right, right. extends a combo. Hands out and spreads him away. So those moves specifically are for you to one- have a get-in mechanic, a way to use Kaioken to go straight to the enemy. Right, it kind of like punching. jumps behind them, something like that. Yes. Like it gets right in real close, real fast. There is a, you can't do it like from across the map. Maps are huge, by the way. Really? Because I was kind of thinking the opposite there because I really? felt like no matter what was going on, I hit that swirly little thing at the edge of a map. I felt like no matter where I was, I was always hitting it. I think it is more apparent when you do a 1v1 or 2-on-2 Mm. because if okay. you're I, I did a few two-on-two -two battles yep. and there was just me fighting this piccolo and then my teammate on the other side of the map and it took about it takes about 10 seconds to get over to there. fly from yeah, one yeah, end yeah. to the other mm -hmm. so like it's a ways away okay okay but uh kaioken will not bring you that entire distance it's meant to bring you keep punching that's what a melee type does gotcha and goku specifically the ki blast is one of the few combo extenders in the game so you can punch triangle 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 yes. very easy button inputs and, and i then, have <laughs> Yeah, very easy. And then you do uh, L1X and you'll do the Ki Blast, right. which will knock him back. Then you can just keep punching triangle and keep it going. So at the end of a string before you knock him down, you can extend the combo and get like 20 hits off before he falls. Okay, well, the easy question here is, well, that's not really a game, is it? You're just pressing the same button over and over. All right. So I'm coming from, <laughs> I have literally played every game that's come out in North America and every game, every game ever, pretty much every game ever, <laughs> uh, especially post resurgence. I've played all the Japanese only ones as well, except for mm -hmm. heroes. I have not played heroes yet. Uh, I mean, we're talking ultimate Butoden on DS, everything. I have seen everything from super dragon ball Z, which is, you, you know, the X Capcom X street fighter folks making an incredibly deep fighting engine. This is very good game. All very the way good. through 
press triangle to win, which is right now what I'm calling Battle of Z. Can you convince me otherwise? I will certainly convince you otherwise, and okay. I've been recording footage to convince people otherwise. <laughs> all right. I'm getting, all right. actually, I was preparing this video, uh, maybe series, of saying how to not suck at Battle of Z. Because Excellent. here's what happens. So I've beaten Nappa about 150 times. <laughs> I saw you tweeting about demos. this the other day. Yeah, yeah. And that, so that would make me the 150-time Nappa weight champion. And I, let me tell you, the most infuriating things people do is when you close in on one target and you have four people... And most of them are playing Goku. He's the most he's the most common character to see online. Of course. Everyone just mashes triangle. That's yeah. all anyone is doing. So what they don't realize is that I got this from the Gundam game, so it just instantly clicked with me. He has uh when you have a targeting reticle on somebody, yep. it is red when they are hittable and white when they are not. Okay, because I noticed that and I was not sure why it was switching colors on them. So what it what it's meant to do is that when he is knocked down, he has a certain part of when he's waking up yep. that you cannot hit him to prevent infants of course. just yeah, everybody yeah. punching him. What people are doing is that at the end of every string, you knock down somebody. So at the end of Goku's string, he does that overhead thing yep. and it knocks yep. them down. If everyone is pressing triangle in a round robin form, no matter when he gets up, he will get knocked, get knocked down. down. <laughs> just continuously knocked down. And you won't do any damage, and it just makes the fight last longer and get really boring. Ah, so right. when you're just mashing triangle, it doesn't work. You will be mashing triangle, but you need to time it and get a synchro attack, which is one of the most important mechanics in this game. Okay, and I've definitely seen that with two characters kind of on opposite sides. It reminds me a lot of Morgan's super from the Darkstalkers. It's yeah, re Savior. very reminiscent of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you can do is you have, you need at least two but to start a synchro attack, you cannot be near the end of your string because at the end you have three heavy hits, the last one of which will knock down. Okay. So what you have to do is time it with your teammates to go, hey, don't hit him. Wait when I hit him. Now you start hitting him. Now you start hitting him. Let's all start hitting him. And then you get a max synchro where all four of your teammates are attacking him. And you do incredible amounts of damage there. Well, hold up there, because now we're talking about a fighting game pulling in these. I, again, I can only equate it to Final Fantasy right now because that's what I'm used to doing. When you're playing sure. an MMO, it's at a pace where there's enough time that you could maybe type a message or perhaps do voice chat. For this yes. kind of game, uh, I've only played one round online so far. Is okay. there voice chat? Is anyone using it to that effect? And can you even do it? It. There is voice chat. There are commands as well. You can hit select during a match. You can go to like a tactics thing and say, let's go for a synchro. Wait, let's go for a synchro. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Got and it. relatively, it's been successful. But there is voice chat. The Vita, if you're playing on the Vita, you can use the Vita's built-in microphone oh, that's the and, talk during, yeah. and, and talk during matches. Okay. So I've been doing that too and saying, hey guys, wait till it gets up. Okay, now go. And gotcha. then we always get it. So, so just from my perspective, um, <laughs> my timing has been really weird this week. As soon as it dropped on the Japanese PlayStation Store before Work Tuesday, I played two rounds on the Japanese demo. I did not touch the English language demo until Friday this week. So I went like those days without even touching it. And then I played through the missions and I played a little bit of the online. So I'm still in the very much introductory phase. So I'm appreciative that you're coming from this. Damn it. I fought nap 150 times. I know what I'm, talking about. Know what I'm talking about. Right, right. So, and again, this is just a demo right now. They Absolutely, can only yes. tell you so much. I felt like the game sorta gave me a hint of where to go with some of this stuff. Like you could tell that I heard something in some of the dialogue somewhere like, okay, I have a role to play. I did not get anything of how to go into these slightly more in-depth 
tactics. And there was the one mission that tried to show you, all right, now go heal your opponent. Okay, share your energy. Yes. But like it wasn't really enough. Is that just a bad introductory demo or am I missing stuff here? You are not alone in that. Uh, I'm playing this with several friends and only one other friend uh, picked up a lot of these mechanics that I was finding out and they don't give you any indication of that. They don't tell you a lot of the things that are necessary in order to facilitate like the maximum like making a grinding session like successful all right be a good team exactly they don't show you how to do that they tell you that here is how you share energy that's it they don't tell you what to do with it which i kind of like because it meant that i had a job to do all right i can go figure this out (laughs) yeah but what i think is absent from the demo that will be present in the release is an instruction manual and normally in these releases they will have them if you download it, or if you have been in it recently, it will be on the disc, and you right, can pull right. it up and see it that way. Especially with the Vita, you can just hit a little button and go directly to the manual. Yep. So I'm waiting to see that, because what is bothering me the most is you do not know what the stats do for the cards that you're getting, which is another aspect yes. of this game. Yep, yep. And I think that if you knew what exactly your role was, if they told you, like they try to tell you with these types and like what you're good at, but you can still, since I played Krillin, he's a support and interference type, which means melee is nowhere to be found. Gotcha. I play him like he's Goku, and hmm. I consistently destroy people online all the time because of his toolkit's incredible. Interesting. So, so does that mean that him, his type and his role is just completely broken, or are you breaking the system? What's going on there? I, I don't think I don't think Krillin is broken, but if he is finally <laughs> top tier, top tier, I will it. love it. <laughs> you've got so, Chun Li and you've got Get it in. Right there. Fighter 3 Chun Li. That's Krillin. right. Alright, let's go. <laughs> so Krillin here what he does that makes him specifically good, he has a global heal, okay? Oh, the all global right. heal is disgusting, deceptive, and rude. Because what it can do <laughs> is you just hit L1 square. It's one of his basic moves. Right. He shoots up that little ball that, like, rains down, yep. like what he did to, like, hit everyone. Yep. But instead, it heals everybody. And it doesn't matter where anyone is on the map. It will reach them in the same amount of time it reaches everybody else. No shit. So if you are away, if you are in the middle of a fight, you can do that. And you just huh. heal everyone. You also have Solar Flare, which I have not found a way to use in a combo, but I can time it so when someone exactly wakes up, I can guarantee there will be Solar Flare. Oh, all right. Yeah, I did see that in use on my online match. So there's definitely some other tactics going on here. And again, so far, I feel like from what I've been playing of the demo, which admittedly is not a lot. I have not given this enough time. I feel like it's just not there. I don't know how to do it. I'm feeling kind of lost. And is this just Mike is old and wants to play Street Fighter 2? What's going on here? If you are looking for a fighting game, this is not a fighting game. And I think what this game offers is something to that Monster Hunter crowd where they want to figure things out for themselves. Mm. Monster Hunter has never held your hand. <laughs> no, no. It, like ever. It is infamous for doing that. There are so many guides out there saying, how do I eat when I'm out on the field in uh-huh. Monster Hunter? Because that's crucial. Same thing with a lot of games that spawn from that, like God Eater and Soul Sacrifice. What these do is they give you all the options to customize your character and say, find a way to work as a team. Hmm. Make it work. What this means is that the game's success specifically relies on you and your friend's willingness to figure it out. And if you are not, it is not going to consistently hold your hand unless they have like some 
uh, instruction book that goes over more in-depth mechanics, but I do not think we will be seeing that. There's a couple more points I want to pull in. Hopefully I don't forget a lot of this, but mm-hmm. um, one of them is, all right, this is starting to sound to me like, all right, I went into this expecting, I think all of us did when we first saw this game announced, I think the initial thought was, oh, the porting Zenkai Battle Royale. And then we yes. saw a little bit more of his like, okay, they're making a different game. And the question following that was, why are they making Why? a different <laughs> game? They already have a four-player, multiplayer, online-connected, extravaganza brawl thing. It's like, okay, the more you're describing this to me, I can see, okay, these truly are two different games. Zenkai Battle Royale, I mean, I haven't played it, don't live in Japan, have not been to a Japanese arcade. Julian, I cannot count on to play video games. So from what I've been able to read and see about it, Zenkai Battle Royale really does focus on the fighting. Every time we get new characters added to it, they're always talking about, this is the technique they can use to counter this and then get back into Mm -hmm. the match this way. And this is rock, paper, scissors against this is how all of the fighting engine works. This sounds very, very different. It's like, okay, it's sort of justifying its existence as a separate game to me here. And unfortunately, I say unfortunately, it's unfortunate for them, fortunate for you. You're the one that's doing the best explanation that I've seen of anything anywhere about this. I'm glad. That means that my, I don't know, eight, nine hours of playing a demo demo. has paid off. Four playable (laughs) characters. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Do you think from what you've seen so far with a a full roster of what, like 70 odd characters, you know, we're going up through the entirety of the manga series Mm -hmm. plus Battle of Gods. Think there's enough variety in the characters and enough variety of roles. Are there different kinds of roles that you're hoping we can see here? I knew this was coming. This is the biggest problem problem. Specifically, I'd like to speak to, I'm not sure how many of your audience consist of this, but the common war chant that Tenkaichi 3 is the greatest game given to man <laughs> because of how many characters it has. Right. Even though they're all like, just they play so similar, but people like the variety. Yeah. What I think this is shooting for is trying to maintain the roster that Raging Blast and Raging Blast 2 had in a similar fashion where they made the circle button or I think it's B, uh, they mm-hmm. made that like a specific action. Like for Trunks, that's how he used his sword. Right. And right. like other characters like Jace had a move where he could just like jump up really fast and no one else had that. Mm-hmm. And that yep. was their way to try and differentiate people. Right. What this is doing is every character has a blast. L1 circle or whatever it is on yep. the Xbox yep. is a blast. It'll be like a little Kamehameha for Goku, little Masenko for Gohan. Sure. And... Everyone has an L1 triangle, which is like a kick that starts the chain mechanic. Everyone also has two unique moves that are not found anywhere else so far. And I think in a 70 character roster, I'm not sure how variety, like how varied it's going to be. Like, I'm really curious to see what Frieza Soldier A is going to be playing like. I know. But they were describing and why I just keep coming back to this MMO mechanic because Cybermen has a poison dot damage over time mechanic with his acid where he actually throws the acid Uh and it'll do damage over time. No other character has a move like that. Huh. So I'm thinking that this will start garnering the attention of people that want to play characters that might like are totally different from other ones. Mm -hmm. But I think what is equally going to facilitate it is the card system because the way they're trying to balance it is characters have a base like power level and characters have a number of slots they can use for these cards that you get after missions. Mm -hmm. And what you can do 
is say Goku's a melee type, so he can have four melee cards, but he only has 21 total slots to put these cards into and to give it to anybody. Whereas Krillin has four slots in speed, energy, and uh, I think Kai Blast. So he already has an up on Goku in certain stats. He can gotcha. customize further, but he has a lower base power level. Okay. That makes okay. I hate talking about. I hate talking. About <laughs> I know it's like you can't say that phrase without it pulling in other. Th this game thoughts. is. Yeah. If this game can validate and end debates, then maybe it's the greatest Great. gift we've been given. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I do want to talk more about the cards because I saw that sure. I was getting them during the missions, and then over on the right side, there's like those four things: like select your mission, and then cards, and then collections, and whatever yes. it is. And I'm going over to the cards, and I'm pressing X, and. It's, kind of like not doing anything and I'm not able to figure out why is it not doing anything like you gave me this card you gave me the option to look at this card mm -hmm. can I apply it to my like why is this not doing anything then when I went to the online match I saw that I could customize my character oh here's where the grid of the available slots are yes so I, I think that's more of the demo just not giving you enough information it, absolutely did, did I figure it out there like can you not do anything with those cards for the mission yeah the um the card collection is only, it's just that. you looking at your collection of cards. Okay. You can't do anything with them from there. And I think on the level of the interface, I think it takes some getting used to to understand that you have to be on your character, then hit triangle, and that brings you to customize. Yeah, yeah. Then you have to go down to customize to start the process. Like, it's many steps you have to take to actually get to what you want. Definitely. It's like really the, unfortunate. There's the two sides of the screen, then it's got, like, the radial dial to do the missions in your characters, yeah. and then you go inside the circle to actually start the mission. Did yes. not make intuitive sense to me, so I think there's some bad uh, design choices there. Not necessarily game design, but kind of, like, GUI mm. design there. No, tr kinda trust weird. me, when you're in a room... I think the most disturbing fact is that the host of the room changes. Yes. It goes, rotates down the dial. So when you get someone that doesn't know what to do and everyone else is just sitting there going, confirm the members, confirm the members, well, I, take the mission. I ran into that. I'm sitting on the, the online match screen. I'm going, do I need to do something? What's going on here? It I'm, doesn't tell you. I chose my character. Um, there's like a start thing in the middle, but I can't seem to select that. So is, mm -hmm. is that not for me? So now I, I want to talk about the online multiplayer. You've clearly done more than I have. I've done one round. It was completely unplayable. It was. Ooh, you had the lag problems. It, it was unplayable. It would stop for seconds at a time. And then eventually catch up. And then I kept getting that message that was like synchronizing the match. Waiting for again. synchronization. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I guess like you're trying to sync up with all the other players. <laughs> <that> my avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it just, the game stopped. And I'm just in there. I'm looking at it going, well, this, well, all right then. Uh, okay. Best way to remedy the lag situation. Well, here's the thing. I have Fios. It's not me. Oh, I, I know. I'm, I'm, not I'm not talking about like, trust me, you're fine. I'm fine. All my friends are fine. Okay. But whenever we play with people, we have noticed just from playing these people. When I was on the uh, Japanese version, when I was playing Japanese players, it was totally fine. Huh. When I was getting like French players and like other ones, they were the ones bringing the connection down. Uh-huh. So I don't know like what, what servers they have set up, but it seems to be the European ones that are ruining everything. Oh, like those Europeans. Those it was dirty Europeans. So what we've done is you can actually go into when you make a match, mm -hmm. I believe you can set it so it says two bars or more okay. to be able to connect into. So you can try that and see if that remedies your problem. And when you get into a battle, I noticed a little lag at the startup, but then it like, smooths out mm. but when someone of that like connection level joins when they just have one red bar it is nigh unplayable and that's just all across the board everyone is saying that okay all right so i have no idea if it's just namco bandai's servers or if it's or if there's some 
some problem with the netcode in the game. Well, they do not have a good history with Dragon Ball Z and netcode. No. So I think that might be a bigger problem because they are building this as play with all your friends, play with eight people, right. play with the seven people and the one person that has one bar holding everyone down. Yeah, the, the game is riding on that. That's its whole thing. And that's the it only thing it. that my wife is like, all right, I'm, I'm sort of interested in that. That's somewhat different than what we've had before. Mm-hmm. And if someone who's sort of interested goes in and sees that, it's like, oh, never mind. I'm out. Biggest I, turn off. I can't even play that. this. Yeah. But as far as the multiplayer goes, I had, I've played Four on four, three on three, two, even, uh, I haven't done a one-on-one, but I've noticed that it's very, very fun. Like this is where I feel the game shines the most to where I feel that the game wants you to play co-op to get cards because you can have it. So cards function in the battle. Mm -hmm. So you want to grind cards with your friends and then take it into a battle and go, let's beat the crap out of each other and see who's the best. And I think that is the most attractive thing to it because overall I think flying around feels good in that game. It's a little floaty. Yeah, I, like, I disagree. I I could not quite figure out. I'm locked on to someone and I don't seem to be going straight to them. Oh, and... Targeting targeting problems. That's my biggest gripe. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up near the end. But um, as far as multiplayer goes, I think that the combat overall is very fun once you get the hang of it. It will not be fun for the first two or three games because you're just going to get blown up, blast coming from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who's doing what. And then you're down and dying and no one's coming over to revive. Right. Because <laughs> no one's teammate. learned how to go heal anyone yet. Exactly. Right. So I just keep waiting. I'm just baiting out hope that like three months out from the game, I'll be able to play with some really good people. Well, that's sad. It's like you got to wait for the point that the scrubs have stopped playing and I then know. eventually you're going to have. The... All right. Definitely. My thing has been I'm approaching this game the wrong way. Now I have a better idea how to approach this game. Yes. That might help me have a better experience with it i believe so i'm not sure about this online thing though i i mean to have to go through so many hoops just to get a playable match it it should be like this and it it sounds like there's technical problems and there's also player usability problems that are gonna prevent decent experiences there what i've been doing to alleviate this uh in co-op specifically you can do uh you might be able to do it in battle mode as well uh you can go to search rooms and then it'll sort by highest bar connection and then i see what what level they are if they're at the level cap which is level 20 because you cap out in this demo mm-hmm. i go there <laughs> you I know they've been playing these for are the people yeah, yeah. that have been playing because there'll be some people that are like level five or seven who just got done fighting raditz going all right let's yep go, that was me online. that was me <laughs> so, and i think i saw something of you can also set uh like player priority to friends it'll prioritize joining matches yes. with friends that's cool mm-hmm. it is a very well-versed suite of options because you can set it to region you can set it to rank most of those are grayed out right now because they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. just trying to facilitate getting everyone in. But I think that once the game starts and there are going to be more rooms picking up and more people playing with hopefully decent connections and not those dirty Europeans yeah, trying to play the game. <laughs> but I think I think overall that this has a lot of promise. But I'm just very very iffy on the online aspect because if we have to keep saying waiting for synchronization. No one's going to play. No one's going to deal with it. And it's really a shame because I, I think the team aspect of this hasn't been found, especially in, other, in, other, in a Dragon Ball game before. Right. No Dragon Ball game asks you to like work with your friends. And then when you do Spirit Bomb, all your friends are there mashing buttons mm-hmm. to charge it. It's really, really cool. But I don't know. They have a lot of hurdles to get over before the release comes out. Yeah. The closest we've had was Tag versus Tenkaichi Tag Team on the PSP. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that 
not really. I mean, it's not like you could go online and do, you know, a nice two, two V two multiplayer PSP experience. There. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> not again, not the most usable thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, and drag them all online and not a fighting game, an actual mm. MMO, but, uh, unless you're yeah. willing to jump through some hoops, you never really had any true fun co-op side by side playability there either so no, i i got I, I got into the um the uh taiwanese version i actually managed to get into there because they have they have the least entry problems you know with all the right. korean social security numbers they don't have any of that yep. there it was just language was the biggest problem getting in there right so i actually messed around with that that was the same type of experience and i think this is trying to go for some experience where you are gaining experience points you are customizing your character you're leveling them up Mm -hmm. like it is very much focusing on this rpg side all in the guise of a fighting game yes there is i think that is the biggest problem is that people are looking for a fighting game and i keep seeing everywhere everybody says new dragon ball fighting game like no this is an arcade game kind of like one that you would get all four of your friends to sit around Mm. and go like all right you do this you do this i'll do this let's see if we can beat the boss okay now let's fight each other Gotcha. That is the vibe it's going for. Well, I am slightly more looking forward to it now. You've actually saved Namka Bandai a sale. I mean, let's be honest. I was going to buy the game anyway. You're going to buy it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't have a choice. There's a perpetual gun to my head with all of these games. There is no choice here. Uh, But I I do feel like I can approach this in a better way. And I'm hoping that this conversation maybe can save some other players out there. I'm too. really hoping to, I was, I was uh, glazing through the thread you guys have on the forums right now. I didn't make a post or anything yep. yet, but I just saw that there was kept coming back repetitive combat. I don't know what to do. Yep. So I'm just like, that's why I want to make these videos and show here's how you beat Napa the fastest way possible. Get the most energy because what you want to do is you want to grind for premium points. That is the whole purpose of this demo because your save carries over. Right. And then when the shop opens up, you can just buy all those cards and not worry about having to grind for them. And that makes sense now. It's like, okay, it's a fighting game demo. What save progress would there be to carry mm-hmm. over? Like, okay, I've unlocked Piccolo. Great. So, all right, that's again, starting to make slightly more sense why yes. they've made these decisions that they're not doing, I don't even want to say a bad job. They're not doing any job trying to convey any of this information to us. Yes. And I think that um, it is very familiar to a uh, recent title that I picked up, Gundam Breaker. I, I swear they, they might have worked on it. If not, this is what I feel it most closely represents where you go through with missions, you have your own Gundam model, and as you fight, you get more pieces to put on your Gundam model. And it plays very uh. similarly, very, and it's all about destroying your enemies and they drop Gundam parts and you use those parts to put onto your person. Wow. Replace the Gundams with Dragon Ball characters. That is this game. And it's hoping that you will approach it in a sense to foster character growth and to try and make it so your guy stands out in the huge eight-man fights. Makes so much more sense. All right, Karen, Lord Moonstone, where can people find some of the stuff that you're working on? Like, you got videos coming. All right, clearly people are going to want to watch this stuff now. Where can they go? It's going to be on YouTube, just Lord Moonstone. It'll be on my primary channel. My handle on Twitter, handle on everything. You can find me there. I like people that make it easy. Yeah. Like, it's Vegito EX. EX. <laughs> what, what, what service you talk is Vegito EX there. Like, I can that's what it's going to be. It's the same thing everywhere. Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I know other people are going to appreciate it. Battle of Z is due out the end of January. Pretty much every territory within a couple of days. We got yes. Europe, Japan, and then North America just a couple of days later there. Uh, first new game in two years. 
that Goku edition, man. The Europeans, I mean, they're the worst ones. Those they're Europeans causing problems for everyone. Causing problems getting the good stuff. They get rewarded the for the problems they cause. I don't get it. Insufferable. Yep. All right. Well, thank you much, man. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Before we wrap up the show, we do have to ask that most important question. Who's that character? Totally my bad. Last time on the show. It's rough. It's a new segment, so I actually forgot entirely to do it last episode. Who's that character? Last time, two episodes ago, this is the clip you heard. I thought this was an easy one. A lot of you folks thought this was an easy one as well. Uh, it was indeed Sho Hayami playing Sauza from Dragon Ball Z Movie 3. Five. This is one of those, hey, that guy played a couple roles. Uh, Sho Hayami played Zarbon in the original Dragon Ball Z. Zarbon, uh, along with the vast majority, pretty much everyone, all of Frieza's henchmen, if I remember correctly, all of them recast for Dragon Ball Kai, then played by Hiroaki Miura. But Sho Hayami, one of my favorites of all time. So many famous roles. Yeah, you think back to Max and Macross, uh, just so many incredible performances. Uh, we did not get him in Kai, but he did come back to play Sauza in, uh, for example, Raging Blast 2. So still associated with the franchise. So glad to still have him with us. He's always Zarbon to me. And I know the, uh, once again, the quality of Dragon Box Za movies kind of gave away a little bit of that there. So we're going to get a little more complicated this time here on the show. As you listen to this new clip, think about who this character might be and where you think this is from. <laughs> And then one more time, that clip again. So for who's that character? No one really wins anything. It's all about your pride. You can either hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Plus, uh, response on the news post on the website, response on the forum thread. There's all that stuff. Love to hear your guesses this time. So that's going to bring us to a close for episode 351 of our podcast here at Kanzen you next week next time on the show should be next week i'm gonna play around the schedule here because we got new year's coming up uh it's going to be our year end show what we do at the end of every year here on the podcast is we recap some of the biggest news stories of the year think about it 2013 this is one of the biggest years we have ever had for the franchise going all the way back to 1984 2013 definitely one of the biggest years so we'll recap some of those biggest stories and then every year we give you our predictions for the next year so we'll check in on what we said a year ago we thought would happen in 2013 and we'll give you new predictions for 2014 honestly i don't think anyone knows what is going to happen in 2014 but damn it we're going to do our best we'll uh, toss them out there we encourage you to do the same coming up we'll be asking for your predictions so stay tuned we'll accept those via forum thread twitter facebook google all that usual stuff so look forward to our request for your predictions and maybe we'll check in on some of your old predictions as well love to hear how you all did so that's it kanzenshu k-a-n-z-e-n-s-h-u-u dot com i have been mike vegito ex i'll join you next time here on the show along with a variety of my pals my cohorts my co-site folks for or, uh, 352 and then we're heading into 2014 that means i've been doing my site for yet another year started this back in 1998 here i am heading into 2014 
15. So thanks again to Karen for joining me. Thanks to Julian, to Heath, to Jake for everything they do on Konzenshu. Kind of going it alone here, wrapping up the show, but it's okay. Konzenshu.com. We'll see you next time. Normally I'd say, hey, so-and-so, wrap up the show. But it's just me. So I have a lot of random jump issues down here. I got a pile of weekly jump. Got a pile of monthly jump. That magazine doesn't even exist anymore. Got a pile of Psycho Jump. Got a big pile of V-Jump. see. I see the box for the Budokai 3 Collector's Edition from when that came out. I think I see a Pojo's issue over there. Let's see what else we have. I see some of the Viz Monthly Comic issues over there. Uh, I've got two of the Sparking pre-order bonus items here. The third, Sparking Meteor, I didn't actually get myself when it came out. I don't know why they didn't ship it to me. I had to buy it second here years later. Uh, that's a Shenlong little statue thing. It's a Christmas ornament. Uh, what else do we have, Danny? I have one of my oldest binders from when I was in high school. Uh, printed out attack lists and very bad romanization lists of dialogue. I think I have a printout of an Ian Corlett email in there. Yep. Let's see. Uh, that's about it. That's the recording studio.